0: Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn, and lead the world. Hello listeners, welcome to Pradeep BT Lessons. Myself, M. Pradeep, Lecturer in Biotechnology. And today we are going to discussing about cell signaling and signal transduction. If you see unicellular organisms like bacteria where there is no tissue organization that means the cell itself an organism communicates with another bacteria that are adjacent or for by a special type of process called quorum sensing that means unicellular organisms like bacteria communicates through quorum sensing And because of this quorum sensing, the bacteria aggregates at nutrient-rich places and form biofilms. So, biofilm formation is mainly because of quorum sensing, which is a type of communication between bacteria. Similarly in multicellular organisms, where tissue organization is there, the same type of or similar type of communication occurring among different cell types. This communication between cells is crucial for the proper embryo development, localization of specific organs, proper development and coordination of multicellular organs. then how this communication between multicellular organisms takes place. Generally four major types of communication mechanisms are signaling mechanisms described so far in multicellular organisms those are endocrine signaling second one is paracrine signaling third one is autocrine signaling And fourth one is gextrachyne signaling. These are the four different types of cell-cell communication mechanisms or cell-cell signaling mechanisms in multicellular organisms so far described. okay there are four types of signaling mechanisms are there but how a cell can communicate with adjacent or other cell on which mode or on which language it is because whatever the cell that is going to communicate releases a molecule called signaling molecule and the cell which releases the signaling molecule is called sender cell and the another cell which receives that signaling or signal molecule is called receiver cell Okay, so cell signaling contain three main components those are sender cell receiver cell and signaling molecule these are the three major characters in the cell signal one is sender cell second one is receiver cell And third one is signaling molecule. What is sender cell? Any cell that is want to communicate with another cell or any cell that produces signaling component or signaling molecule is called sender cell. And what is receiver cell or receptor cell? Any cell that takes the signaling molecules is called receiver cell. Then what is the signaling molecule? The communicating molecule between sender and receiver cell is called signaling molecule. Then based on the type of communication between or among cells. The cell signaling or cell communication broadly categorized into four types. Those are endocrine signaling. What is this endocrine signaling? In this, the sender and receiver cells are far apart. That means sender cell present in one place and receiver cell present in another place which is far to the center cell. Then how sender cell signaling molecules and move and uh, interact with the receiver cell. The signaling molecule in this endocrine signaling mechanism travel through blood circulation so in endocrine signaling the communication between sender and receiver cell occur through bloodstream. This is one significant feature of endocrine signaling. Here in the endocrine signaling the sender cell and receiver cells are very far. Because of that reason whatever the signaling molecule that is released by the sender cell travel through blood and reaches to the receiver cell. In this way the communication takes place between sender and receiver cell. This is called endocrine signaling. Most of the hormones exhibits this type of Signaling mechanisms are adopts this type of signaling mechanisms. For example, if you take pituitary hormones, all pituitary hormones are tropic hormones. Tropic hormones means they induce different types of glands or organs to release the specific molecules from cells for example pituitary hormones where pituitary gland is present brain this pituitary gland which is present in the brain produces adreno carticotropic hormone this is one hormone example the pituitary gland produces adrenocarticotropic hormone this is produced in the pituitary gland of the brain but where it acts where its receiver cell is there the receiver cell of this adrenocarticotropic hormone is present on the kidneys brain is in one place and kidney is in another place adrenocorticotropic hormone is produced in the brain. From that place, it travels through blood and reaches the kidneys and induce that adrenal glands to produce glucocorticoids and mineralocorticoids and other types of hormones. So this is best example for endocrine signaling. Similarly TSH thyroid stimulating hormone this is also produced in the brain by pituitary gland then the thyroid stimulating hormone from brain to thyroid gland where it is present in the neck travels through blood and induces the thyroid gland which is present in the neck portion or neck region to produce thyroxine hormone which is very essential for the promotion of metabolism. Similarly, one more example for endocrine signaling is gonadotropic hormones. Gonadotropic hormones that are produced in the pituitary gland of brain from that place they travel through blood and reaches gonads male gonads or female gonads in case of females the female gonads whereas males the male gonads that is testis whereas females ovaries they induce either ovaries in case of females or in case of males and promotes the release of sex hormones in this way all the pituitary hormones which are tropic in nature travels through blood and reaches their receptor organs or cells for induce the release of their respective Hormones. so this is example for endocrine signaling second type of cell signaling mechanism is paracrine signaling para means adjacent para means adjacent in paracrine signaling the sender cell and receiver cells are very near just adjacent So, whenever cell communication occurs between sender and receiver cells, which are very adjacent to each other, then it is called paracrine signaling. In paracrine signaling, there is no need of blood circulation utilization. Because the in paracrine signaling The sender cell and receiver cells are very near that means adjacent to each other. One best example for paracrine signaling is neuro signaling that means neuronal signaling. As you all know neurons are the. brain cells where action potential generates and transfers signaling from brain to effector organs or from effector organ to brain this neurotransmission occur by neurotransmitters like acetylcholine GABA glutamic acid like glycine these are different types of neurotransmitters these neurotransmitters released from one neuron to another neurons which are very adjacent and cell communication taking place As you all know, structure of the neuron, as neuron contains cell body or cytone, where all neurotransmitters are synthesized. From that synthesized place, they travel through axon and reaches to the ends of the axon called telodendrites. In these telodendrites, the axons... packed the neurotransmitters and release the release into the synapse in synapse the release neurotransmitters attach it to the adjacent dendrites of the neuron and resume the communication in this way The adjacent neurons communicate between by paracrine signaling mechanism. This is another type of signaling mechanism. The first one is endocrine signaling where sender and receiver cells are far apart and blood circulation plays crucial role in endocrine signaling. The another type of signaling mechanism is. Paracrine signaling where the sender and receiver cells are very near or adjacent, and there is no need of blood circulation for paracrine signaling. The best example for paracrine signaling is neurotransmission, neuronal signaling. And third one is autocrine signaling. This is the different types of signaling mechanism where the sender and the receiver cells both are same. That means Whatever the cell that releases the signaling molecule attaches to the the same signaling molecules and so cell signaling. This is autocrine signaling. That means in autocrine signaling both sender and receiver cells are same. That's why it is autocrine signaling or self signaling. This is also called self signaling here the sender cell and the receiver cells both are same. The best example for the autocrine signaling is signaling in immune cells signaling in immune cells. You all know immunity immunity is the body protective system and this system protects organisms body from foreign pathogenic or poisonous organisms generally the immune system works in two modes one is innate mode and another one is adaptive mode innate immunity comes by birth from parents whereas adaptive or acquired immunity develops by organism during his lifetime and these adaptive immunity or acquired immunity again categorized into two types those are cell mediated immunity and another one is hemoral mediated immunity both in cell mediated immunity and humoral mediated immunity is regulated by T helper cells, T helper cells. These T helper cells releases interleukin 1 and interleukin 2. These interleukins which are released by the T helper cell again acts on T helper cells and promotes their proliferation and increases their or augment their action or improve the CMI and HMI or cell mediated immunity or hemorrhoid mediated immunity efficiency which finally removes the viral or bacterial pathogen that are entering into the cells here the T helper cells first releases the interleukins as a signaling molecules and thus released signaling molecules again act on the same T helper cell and increase their proliferation and increase their number and finally promotes the cell mediated immunity and immoral mediated immunity to eliminate the foreign pathogens that are entering the cell. So this is immune signaling is a type of autocrine signaling and the fourth type of signaling is extracrine signaling in this extracrine signaling the sender cell made signaling molecules but not releases that signaling molecule to the outside instead it keep that signaling molecules on its surface that means in extracrine signaling the signaling, the sender cell does not release the signaling molecules, but it permanently ex- uh, express those signaling molecules on the surface of the cell. Whenever the receiver cell come and attach to that signaling molecule that is present on the surface of the sender cell, then only signaling takes place. So in another words. Juxtacrine signaling is a signaling by contact so signaling by contact or communication by contacting between two cells is known as juxtacrine signaling this is a type of juxtacrine. this is most commonly observed in embryo development one is best example is not signaling pathway is activated by juxtacrine signaling so these are the four different types of cell signaling or cell communication mechanisms so far we know those are endocrine signaling where signaling molecules travel through blood and receives the reach the receiver molecule receiver cell second one is paracrine signaling where signaling molecule no need to travel through blood, but adjacent cells takes place. And Autocrine signaling, where sender and receiver cell both are same. Juxtacrine signaling, signaling by contact or attachment. Whenever sender cell and receiver cell come and contact each other, then only signaling takes place. This is known as juxtacrine signaling. These are the four types of cell signaling or cell communication mechanisms. Then the another part that is signal transduction what is signal transduction this is also known as post cell signaling event or post cell communication event that means After cell signaling or cell communication where the sender or signaling molecules reaches to the receptor cell or receiver cell and attach it to the receiver cell. Then the receiver cell with respect to the signaling molecules it undergoes some changes within the cell or within the receiver cell. This is known as signal transduction. After cell signaling, whatever the signaling molecules released by the sender cell attached to the receiver cell. After that attachment, the receiver cell undergo some changes within the cell. Those changes collectively called as signal transduction. This signal transduction occurs by several modes. As I said earlier, the receiver mo- receiver cell take the signaling molecule released by the sender cell. The signaling molecule that are attached to the receiver cell causes several changes within the receiver cell. Those are changes in the metabolism change in the gene expression a change in the cell function or cell death or cell proliferation anything so those are the different types of changes that taking place in the receiver cell after attached with signaling molecules. Then how the receiver cell take that signaling molecules. All receiver cells contain receptors for signaling molecules. Some receiver cells contain receptors on the cell membrane or surface those are called surface receptors the best example for surface receptors is G protein coupled receptors the G protein coupled receptors are receptors that are present on the surface or membrane of the cell another type of receptors are cytoplasmic receptors or nuclear receptors. These receptors are proteins which are hydrophobic in nature and are present in cytoplasm or nucleus. Sometimes the signaling molecules that are produced by the sender cell are hydrophobic in nature. Those hydrophobic signaling molecules reaches the receiver cell and enter into the receiver cell and attach it to the these cytoplasmic or nuclear receptors and causes signal transduction. Signal transduction in receiver cell occurs by secondary messengers, calcium, inositol phosphate, phosphoinositol phosphate are some of the example for secondary messengers and the secondary messengers once activated a cascade of reactions taking place and finally promotes gene regulation within the cell or within the receiver cell and causes whatever the changes that will happen in the cell in this way signal transaction taking place within the receiver cell. The various signaling pathways that causes signal transaction are MTAR signaling pathway, Notch signaling pathway are some of the examples for the signaling transaction pathways in this way cell communication is between two or more cells among cells whereas a signal transaction is changes that are taking place in the receiver cell so in this way these two are different aspects cell signaling or cell communication between two or more cells whereas signal transaction is the changes that are taking place within the receiver cell after receiving the communication from sender cell so this is about cell signalling and signal transduction